At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, just like the godfather Brent Musburger said, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight on MSG Plus Football Tonight. Chargers and the Raiders with the Chargers three-point favorites at SoFi. Uh, both teams wearing their what appears to be their AFL-looking uniforms tonight. The old Daryl LaMonica Raiders numbers where the numbers are uh, in silver, not in black or white if they're wearing the uh, the black jersey. So uh, silver numbers on white jerseys and then the... Uh, the blue and yellow, I know it's not exactly blue, but the beautiful jerseys of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers tonight should be a good game. I am on the Chargers minus three. Kelly, you, you jumped in on the Chargers as well? Yeah, I'm on Chargers minus three as well. It's, uh, I would say, one of my smaller bets of the week, but mm-hmm. I still like the, I, I like the Chargers in this game. We talked very little about this game last week. Yeah, we did. I, I, I don't know that Thursday. I mean, look, I think there's still two teams. Well, the Chargers, I feel like I have a better feel for. This Raiders team has gotten off to this incredible start. And, you know, it's how much is it, how much of it is real and how much of it isn't. And I think we've been talking about that for four weeks now. And it's, you know, I wasn't willing to go heavy in on the Chargers tonight, but because of that, a lot because of that. But, uh, I mean, I think this passing game they have is incredible. I mean, both these wide receivers have been filling it up. And we could be in a ver- for a very high-scoring game tonight, that's for sure. Matt, did you grab the three-and-a-half? There's not a three and a half available no. here. So I, if if it happens before then, I probably will take. It, there's the one thing that's been the real big key to this to the Raiders' success so far is they've been getting pressure with just the front four. So they've haven't had haven't had to blitz at all. And so when you can leave everybody in coverage all the time, and and you're still getting pressure on the quarterback, it makes playing quarterback very very difficult. And so they actually have the lowest blitz rate of any team in the NFL through the first three weeks. And it's because they've been able to get all this pressure with the front four. I mean, they've been absolutely spectacular so far doing that. Now, does that keep up? You know, we'll have to see. Does that continue to translate week to week to week to week? Did they figure out something? Did they draw something up? Did they, you know, change some stuff on the defensive side of the ball that really does make this unit way better than we thought it was going to be? Because, again, this was supposed to be middling at best and certainly not one of the very best that we've seen. And, I mean, you look right now – DVOA, they're 11th overall defense. If you look at pro football focus, they've got them all the way up at number two. And defending the pass is is been a really, you know, again, the passing league, fourth overall pass defense. If you look at the pressure rate, they're ninth in the NFL. And, again, that is, that is ninth in the NFL with the lowest blitz rate of any team in the NFL. So they're getting it done with these guys up front. And, and so when, when these quarterbacks are throwing 
against full coverage, but they're feeling pressure. They have to get rid of the ball sooner. They have to throw it to a guy they don't want to. They have to do all these different things. I mean, it is it is a very, 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 very huge advantage. And so I don't, you know, listen, I have these teams pretty much equal as far as, as how I view them right now um, and, and these iterations of these two teams. And so that's why if I was going to get more than a field goal, I was going to, I was going to take it here on the Raiders, uh, give just a, you know, minimal amount of of an advantage to to the Chargers, I think, on the offensive side of the ball, but not really a ton, if we're being honest. I mean, the way that they've drawn up plays for this Raiders team so far this year, I think has been really, really creative and, and really, really good. And Derek Carr has been as good as anyone in the league. So I'm uh I, I do have a slight lean to the Raiders in this one. But again, if, if a three and a half pops, I'll I'll take it. If not, then I'll just I'll sit back and hope that they don't deviate too incredibly far from their plan and throw the ball to Darren Waller because I need 72 yards. <laughs> it's 72 I mean, yards. Could, could be a good live betting game, too. I mean, could I, be. Especially you're, you're looking for a number like that, Matt. I mean, you know, quick touchdown by the uh, by the Chargers. You might might be a good spot to get in on. That would be the strategy, I think. Chargers fall behind. Maybe even if the Raiders fall behind. Maybe it's both ways. Yeah. Or if I come out and see that the Raiders have completely changed the way that they've been going about conducting offense for the first three weeks and they've gone back to this run, run past Josh Jacobs thing again, then that would be an opportunity. Yeah. Where I would come in on the chargers for sure. Like, so I think we'll learn a lot here in the first couple of drives of this, of this game and see how these, uh, see how these teams are going to go about it. The only real resistance we're getting in this right now is, is the total it keeps just uh ping ponging back and forth between 52 and 51 and a half. So some people, some people keep hitting it every single time it hits 51 and a half, and then it comes back down off the 52. So that's that's really what I'm seeing. I mean, it keeps flashing fairly regularly every couple of minutes. It goes back from 51 and a half to 52. But that's really it. I mean, only DraftKings is sitting at three and a half. The other major books out there are still sitting at three. Uh, a couple of things that we didn't talk about yesterday as well. Uh, Arizona, which I briefly alluded to, they're the only undefeated team in football now pending tonight's game. Arizona goes to 4 and 0. They beat the Rams 37 to 20. This game was 37 to 13 at one point and maybe not a surprise uh to to all that the Cardinals won, but certainly the way they won it as a three and a half point favorite. It was a game of undefeateds heading into it. And that game had a key play as well. Arizona went up. Sony Michelle fumbled a first play from scrimmage by the Rams and that was what really propelled Arizona because right after that, Kyler Murray was, took five plays for Arizona to go up even further in that ball game, but it included a, a Kyler Murray third and 16 conversion where he ran around the left side. It looked like three different Rams had an angle on him. None of them could catch Kyler Murray and the Cardinals were off to the races. Where do the Cardinals fall now in your power? Rankings? Yeah, they're, 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 they're right up there. I mean, I don't think that this team is immune from, uh, getting into shootouts, though, either. I mean, I think the defense has been much better than we thought, and I think the defense is, is certainly legit. But I don't think this – I think I look at this team a lot, kind of like the Chiefs, where I think we'll probably see they're going to they're gonna just outscore more their opponents more times than not, and they'll probably end up getting clipped a time or two whenever the offense isn't completely uh, clicking here. But one of the things that I think that is really, really amazing about this Cardinals team is how – how balanced they've been and especially with how good they've been with really a very minimal contribution from DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, right. like he is not, he has not had a good game since week one. Good game. I mean, listen, he's drawn all the attention and stuff like that. So, I mean, there, but, but Kyler Murray to his credit, he's not forcing, I mean, seven targets to him this week, but he's not forcing it no matter what to him. Mm-hmm. He's using these other guys. So it was, you know, it was AJ green that ended up having the big week this week. Last week, A.J. Green had a pretty decent week. Max Williams, their tight end, had a big week this week. Then they run the ball super effectively. Like, don't look at the box score here and and get misconstrued. Like, you look at James Conner, and you're like, oh, 2.8 yards per carry. Well, the, the yards per carry for him doesn't is, is a little bit skewed because he had four goal line carries. You know, it, so the yards per carry is going to be a little bit down for, for James Conner on that. But Chase Edmonds ran the ball super effectively. And I think Kyler Murray... We saw this at the beginning of last year, and we were super enamored with what we saw. And then when that injury happened, it kind of just faded away. But I mean, you look at it, he knows when to run. Like he, he doesn't yeah. he doesn't force the run, but he just knows that right moment to go and seize it and take advantage of that. And he doesn't do it a ton. Sense. He doesn't do it a ton. Yeah. But like 
you know, he only had six rush attempts in this game, but it's like it seemed like they were at the perfect time every single time. Uh, 465 total yards for the Cardinals yesterday in victory over the Rams. 216 of those were rushing. Uh, They were plus two in turnovers, eight for 13 on third downs. The only team the Cardinals are to score 30-plus points in each game this season, and that key uh, sequence I was talking about was when the Rams were up 14 to 10. Sony Michelle fumbles the uh, first play on the ensuing drive five plays later, including the sick Kyler conversion on third and 16. It's 21 to 10 uh, Cardinals, third and 16 from the Rams, 27, and they were off to the races. That, that 750 on Kyler Murray last week for for MVP. Yeah, long gone, gone down to 450 now uh, on him, and and I think you know rightfully so at this point. I mean, if we we were saying. Again, there, there could be a huge performance out of Carr tonight that where or Herbert or Herbert, either one that doesn't like take them out of the conversation. But again, mm-hmm. if we if we look at what what Kyler has done, look, Carr's not even posted on that DraftKings board right there. He's longer yeah. than fourteen to one. Yeah, he's still sitting twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've gone. You should take that by the way. If you're in like, yes. like a small, if, if he has a huge island Absolutely. game tonight, yes. huge game, he goes off in this. Like it'll be the last time you ever see twenty five for sure. We've gone over now. We haven't mentioned the Jets and the Giants. The Jets and the Giants, for goodness sakes, with the big upsets of the week in the NFL, the Giants beat the Saints in overtime. Jabril Peppers really happy with that coin flip result mm-hmm. yesterday. Giants beat the uh, beat the Saints outright as seven point dogs, twenty seven to twenty one. And then the Jets beat the Titans in a game that the Titans looked to be dead about seven or eight times, and the Jets finally win it. The Titans did try a field goal in overtime uh, to tie this game up. Didn't connect. Ryan Bullock didn't connect. Jets win. They beat the Titans 27-24. to Zach Wilson and Daniel Jones both with huge fourth quarters. In the case of Zach Wilson in the fourth quarter, 9 of 15 for 146 and two scores. And in the case of uh, Danny Dimes for the Giants yesterday, also stellar in the fourth quarter, 14 of 19 for 203 and a touchdown. Saquon contributing in a big way, but he spread it around. Danny Dimes did. Galladay, Tony Ross, 485 total yards for the Giants. This was a survivor killer. Those uh, who had the Saints and the Titans, only the Bills and the Bengals generally in survivor pools were picked more frequently than the Saints and Titans. Uh, Giants and Jets, do you, do, you, do you now consider them both off of that bottom group of teams or not quite yet? Well, the Jets are going to be, we talked about this whenever we were previewing these games on Friday, and the Jets are going to be in any game where a team has no pass rush whatsoever. Like, Zach Wilson can play if he if he's not under duress, and he only got sacked one time in this game. There's, with, with no Bud Dupree, they weren't getting any pressure anyway, and then with no Bud Dupree, they were never going to get any pressure in, in this game. And, like, when he's not running for his life, He's a competent rookie quarterback that is going to, yes, he's going to make rookie mistakes, but I think he's going to also make some pretty jaw-dropping throws. And by the way, this is Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones, by the way, this is two out of four weeks that he's been graded out as one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, Maybe we were a little too quick to write him off as well. He's looking very good. By the way, Randy Bullock missing the uh, field goal for the Titans. I should point that out. Matt mentioned this on Friday. I didn't play it because the number got up to 27 and a half here in town. I have a 33 carries for Derrick Henry. Most obvious bet of the weekend. Yeah. Oh, play that over. Yeah. I didn't play it. Very upset. Thank you, Giants. Thank you, Jets, for those of us still in Survivor. That was awesome. We will come back uh, running up to the Chargers and the Raiders. But we do have to talk about the absolute worst team in the National Football League. That's coming back on VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Uh, from the you can't make this up department. Kelly, what do we got? We have a weather delay at SoFi. We have a weather delay at SoFi Stadium. The teams are returning to their locker rooms. Matt, I don't know if you've seen anything else, but this is lightning in the area, I'm guessing. So there's lightning, and it's not a completely indoor stadium. There is, there's a roof, but it's open air. Right, you have the open sides. So that's where people might be missing a little so bit. So think but... like, like a carport. But a, but a football stadium's underneath Airport. it. You know, like it's, it's just like a garage. yeah, it's like just a, it's like a, a roof over, but it's open air underneath it. And so I guess when there's lightning, well, this is like that U.S. Open match. Remember, there was a Schwartzman U.S. Open match where it was there was weather, so they only confined the two matches to the two stadium courts. But the stadium, the weather was getting in through the sides, and so remember, Schwartzman was like, "I'm not playing anymore." Yep. So that's the kind of thing. John Gruden did not look too pleased. All right, everybody, get back to the locker they didn't, room. For $5 billion, you can't make it like lightning proof? I was, I was like, Can't say, they like lightning proof it? SoFi has a, apparently a. It's $5 a billion, billion dollars with a B. <laughs> you so, can't, it can't be lightning proof? So we're not playing football yet tonight at SoFi. It is, I thought it never rains in Southern California. Isn't, also. Your, isn't your car grounded because of the rubber tires? And so that's why I can't get struck by lightning. Can't they just throw some tires on the roof or something like yeah, that? Like that to get this going? Look at that. Look at that uh, overhead shot right there. Weather yes. in the area. As Kelly listens to the broadcast for more information. Yeah, uh, they just had a uh, head of officiating on. So apparently it's got to be, they're waiting for the, the lightning to clear out of the area. Yeah. And then they'll go back to both teams uh, to get them on the field and we'll get it started from there, I guess. But they're going to have to do... Probably light warm-ups again is what they're saying. So I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen a time. Uh, I can tell you how Florida lightning delays work. I have no idea how they work in the state of California, but it's usually right. after 30 to 45 minutes after a certain lightning strike. But if more I, time to bet it. Yeah. Start betting the Chargers and get this here in Vegas. Start, <laughs> you have extra time to start betting the Chargers and get this thing to three and a half. If I had come know. to you before this, though, before tonight, and I'd said, hey, you know, there's going to be lighting in the area, so the game's going to be delayed. You'd have been like, you'd have said to me, wait, but it's at SoFi. There's no way that could happen. Wouldn't you have? Oh, they, they showed a lightning bolt, though. That's for sure. Like right over the, right over the stadium. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I would think I, I would think that they would have would have had these discussions when they were building the st- in the stadium. I that would have thought that there's a free, like a freak storm like this could still delay your game, and they're probably like, yeah, sure, like that's never gonna this happen. This is a pretty freak storm because yeah, right, yeah. right, just happens to be a game there tonight, Southern California, not really uh, known for its poor weather. There you go. We'll delay that. I just want to uh, that the game is delayed. We'll come back to it. This is this is is this good or bad? Is this is this a bad omen for the Chargers tonight? Do y'all need to buy off your positions? <laughs> like, is this bad? Like, hey, it's our home game. We just yeah. got de- we're called the Chargers, and we just got delayed because of lightning. Yeah, there's there's lightning bolts. Yeah, coming down for the bolts. We moved for this. I don't know. <laughs> it actually feels more like we should we should double up our bets. That's what I think. I alluded to this before the break. We talked about the Jets and the Giants both winning their games, respectively, against the Titans and the Saints, which were two big upsets, great for survivor pools, or at least a bit of survivor carnage if you got through survivor weren't a part of that, obviously. But we've been talking all year 
um, and this relates specifically to Survivor, but just the NFL in general with bets as to, okay, in Survivor, there are teams we pick on. Last year, sorry, Jets fans, it was the Jets that was really the pick-on team in Survivor. Even though the Jaguars ended up 1-15, they were feisty every week. Uh, Jets finally did have their revenge when they beat the Rams last year. This this year, so far in the young season, at least headed into yesterday, we said to ourselves, okay, there's the holy trinity of bad, the Jaguars, the Texans, and the Jets. The Giants are probably on the outside looking in of the really bad, and the Detroit Lions were still hovering. Now you have, with the Jets and Giants wins, and a Lions team that probably should have won yesterday or at least been much more competitive yeah. in that game, and then the, the ten is not indicative no, of that. Like, like, not it, at yeah, all. Yeah. And then, and then the Jaguars, who really had every chance to beat the Bengals last Thursday night. Thankfully, for those of us who had the Bengals in Survivor, they did not. Can we finally say? And you were all over this in the off season, Matt. That the Houston Texans, at least without Terod Taylor, are by far the worst team in the National Football League. I, I think for sure. I mean, listen, we haven't gotten it all right, but. So far, the teams I was super bullish and super bearish on yeah. have at least played out so far. I mean, the Texans and the Colts are not any good. And so far, at least the Browns are 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 really good here. But, yes, I mean, the Texans are – they are – I mean, with Davis – they have no hope. No hope let with me, Davis Mills. Let me go one step further. I don't want to be a prisoner in the moment, but let me be a prisoner of the moment for a second. I feel like I, I need to be in jail for this one, for this, for <laughs> this for very it. moment in time. As currently constructed, without Terod Taylor, and we're not trying to pick on Davis Mills, you know, third-round draft pick out of Stanford, sort of thrust into this earlier than they probably would have wanted. Are they one of the worst teams you've seen in recent memory? Oh, for sure. There's just, there's no talent. They have Brandon Cooks. There it is. And that's it. They have Brandon Cooks, and that's it. I mean, there's just, they are completely devoid of any and all of, of of any and all talent, and I mean, you know, that's not that is just the reality of. That's why I can't believe they didn't have didn't move Deshaun Watson for at least something, like to try to get something in return because they just need they need warm bodies, like they need warm bodies <laughs> that can actually. Davis Mills was eleven of twenty one for eighty seven yards 87 with four yards. picks. I mean, think about just what this four is. picks. Yeah. I mean, the past few years with this organization, like this started a while ago, right? I mean, you make you make that Hopkins David Johnson trade, which we were all blown away yeah. by at the time. Immediately, that, I mean, it didn't make any sense. Then you talk about JJ Watt, maybe one of the most legendary players of the franchise, that's lo- leaving over problems in the front office over people that he cared about losing their jobs mm. was essentially what it was. It was like a, the head of the PR or something. And he wanted out because of that. I mean, it was just a, a completely dysfunctional uh, franchise. By the way, update from SoFi. Earliest start we're looking at, 8.55. Yeah, more than a half hour away now. Yeah. Earliest. Lightning delay. Earliest. So, so when I was talking about the, the graded quarterbacks for the week, and I was talking about how, you know, that Baker Mayfield was the lowest graded and, and Roethlisberger was second lowest, I put in a minimum of 25 attempts because there were backups that had come in this week. You know, Taysom Hill threw some passes. Trey Lance came in. Drew Locke came in. If you strip out the minimum 25 attempts, it's Davis Mills by a long shot as the <laughs> worst graded quarterback of the week. And one of the lowest grades I've ever seen ever for an individual week where he graded out at a 33.6 um, for the week. If you're letting, like, uh, if, if you take a look at, like, you know. That's out of 100, I'm assuming? <laughs> out of, yes. That is out of 100. First, first uh, at halftime yesterday, and I get it was against Buffalo, but at halftime, Houston had one first down. They were 0 for 6 on third. They were 0 for 1 on fourth. They had eight total yards, minus 23 passing when you factor in all the sacks. He was 1 of 7 for three yards at the half. No touchdowns, two picks, sacked three times. At the end, he was 11 of 21 for 87, as you said, four picks. No it, touchdowns. There's, this is the team you fade, for sure. I, I think it's the survivor. Yeah. For, if you're in a survivor pool, I almost think bef- before, Tyrod, before Tyrod Taylor reappears, and there's no timetable for that, you almost, it's almost an obligation to fade them. Yes. They were out first downed by Buffalo, if you will, 26-6 to six yesterday. They were one of nine ultimately on third downs. 109 total yards for the Texans yesterday. If it weren't for that horrific Bears performance the week before against the Browns, mm-hmm. that would be the low water mark of the season. As you said, minus four in turnovers. They, they turned the ball over five times, only took away one. 
Oh, and by the way, they also had 10 penalties for 100 yards. Let's throw that in. And they were out time of possession, if you will, 38-15 to 21-45. I mean, any way you slice it. And now they get New England. New England, after that loss last night to the Buccaneers, travels to the Texans, travels to Houston to take on the Texans. They're a double-digit favorite. Their 10.5-point favorites are the Patriots this week at, uh, at Houston. And it's Bill Belichick versus David Culley. I'll let that marinate. Just let that linger for a second. There are other survivor options this week, to be sure. There's a few of them. There might be four or five of them, actually. This is the most, I think you have the most survivor options of any week thus far this season. That game, by the way, go real quick, 39 and a half total. 39 and a half? By the way, we're showing nine and a half now on the Patriots. Is that not a play on the Patriots at nine and a half? There are nines here in town, too. If that gets into teaser range, they could never get into teaser range. It's at nine at most places here. Really? Yeah. Eight and a half would be teaser range. I so mean, he, he had four picks. He had three additional turnover-worthy plays, and he only threw the ball 21 times. Like, I mean, like, so seven, uh, one-third of the passes <laughs> he threw either did get picked or should have gotten picked. I mean, you think, think what Bill Belichick did to Tom Brady last night. They kept saying this on the broadcast, Chris Collinsworth, how, how Belichick threw the book. I mean, he threw everything at Brady yesterday in terms of looks and trying to mm. cross him up and, and confuse him. Imagine what he could do to Davis Mills. Yeah, you would, you would think. One would think. One would think. Man, I, I'm praying now that it gets down to eight and a half. That is, I, I didn't, I, that's, that line, I didn't even look at. Those long. eight and a halves, you better be lightning quick, man. Those are going to be teased to the high heavens at that point. Oh, just let it get there. You're up. Bet the Texans. And you got them five and five and a half under for the yeah. season? Nicely done by you. Uh, delay in football. We'll talk baseball next as a result right here on VEASAN's Primetime Action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Glad you could join us tonight on MSG. Uh, still no players back on the field. They are hoping to kick off 25 minutes from now at SoFi, which is in a lightning area tonight, or the most bizarre thing in the world in Southern California to be right over SoFi. And so we're in a weather delay, a lightning delay of all things in Los Angeles, um, Inglewood, if you will, between the Raiders and the Chargers. They are always up to no good there. Inglewood. <laughs> it's a little hip-hop reference is what that is, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this reminds me a little bit of, and so who knows how late into the night we're going to go with this game. You traveled back, just a little personal thing, you traveled back to your home state of Louisiana this weekend because uh, it was your brother's 40th birthday. Yeah, that was fun. And I will just ask you this. I, I was, I think I speak on behalf of a lot of college football fans who didn't know this was happening, but we were we were up at like, I don't know, it was like 8 p.m. Pacific, and I look at LSU and Auburn are still playing football. Oh, yeah. What was that? It was an 8 p.m. local kick, I guess, to accommodate the national television uh, audience. And, yeah, it was late. We did not get out of that stadium until 1 o'clock in the morning local time. It was, and then after losing... The game like that that was that was super fun that was a great car ride <laughs> what's the great yeah that was a great fun. car ride because everyone left at the same time because everyone stayed till the bitter end because you know lsu had, had a chance to come back and uh so sitting in traffic for an hour and a half after losing that game like that was awesome I, i'm so super glad that i didn't text you anything yesterday i fell asleep on that I, I had a rather rather lengthy card game on friday night so saturday I was a little wiped Fell asleep. That game was 19 to 10, I believe, Matt. I was like, well, Matt's got to be happy. It's like third quarter. I'm like, you're not going to cruise here. Oh. Sunday, I'm like, oh, this this, this didn't go well for me. Listen, all this week in college football proved is the same thing that we've said a million times. Yes. It's Alabama and Georgia and everybody else. It's really true. Like, it's Alabama and Georgia and everybody else. And then there's a massive drop-off after those yeah, two it's, games. Yeah, it's, th- yes. This is why I scream from a mountaintop every time we do not need to extend the playoff. There are there's only two or three teams that can win it every single year. There's it's just it's it's just the way it is. Yeah. And like it's, what do we need eight teams for the inevitable, which would just be that Alabama and, and Georgia are one of the two is gonna win it like, well, this year. It's, it's more betting opportunities and well, <laughs> I mean get, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Like from 100%. yes, from that aspect. But I'm saying like everyone's saying like it's so unfair. And I'm like, it's it's not really that it's unfair. It's not unfair. No. And even if even if the Cincinnati's of the world get into this, yeah. they're going to get housed. They're going to get smoked. I, I, I don't – you know, you guys know I'm not the biggest college football guy. But what? Alabama, Georgia, 
like those games yesterday and then just the whole season, you're like, how, I, these are the only two teams I trust. They're the only two teams I believe in. Any other team has a chance to lose to anybody, it feels like. Arkansas got destroyed in that game. Just absolutely destroyed. And and Ole Miss never even Ole, Ole Miss never even they didn't get off the bus. They, they never even sniffed a, a chance at that game. Like it was yeah, this is opening whistle, game over. So game over. So baseball, we were deprived today of a four way tie for the AL wild card and a three way tie. Now those Yankees fans watching were like, we weren't deprived of anything. I'm just saying from a fan's perspective. Uh, who is not a fan of the Yankees, but the Yankees get it done. Aaron Judge, dramatic ninth-inning single. By the way, shout-out to the Tampa Bay Rays for playing through the season, you know, with just complete integrity. The Yankees took them all the way to the final game. The Yankees do get it done yesterday. The Red Sox get it done. They had a Rafael Devers two-run shot in the ninth against the Nationals after uh, tying that game, being way down in that game 5-1. to one. They end up beating the Nationals 7-5. to five. What a fitting way for the Nationals season to end. By the way, what a fitting way for the Padres season to end against the Giants. There were so many poetic endings to the season yesterday. But the Yankees and Red Sox, ultimately, that's who we get. The Blue Jays and Mariners fall short. The great story of the Mariners. Uh, the Blue Jays fall one game short. And so it is, there is no tie. It's the Yankees traveling to the Red Sox tomorrow. The reason for that is that the Red Sox beat the Yankees in their season series 10-9. to And so the Red Sox get it at Fenway tomorrow night. It's Garrett Cole for the Yankees going up against Nathan Eovaldi. Chris Sale pitched yesterday for the Red Sox, was ineffective, was pulled early in that game, was very inefficient with his pitch count, and was beat up a little bit. Uh, But it'll be Nathan Eovaldi hosting Garrett Cole. The Yankees minus 125 favorites. You see the uh, total and the run line as well on the left. And then Wednesday night, also start right after 8 p.m. Eastern, it's going to be Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals against the second-best team in baseball, the 106-win Dodgers, who have a one-off with Max Scherzer on the hill. The Dodgers minus 220 favorites with the Cardinals plus 180 coming back. I already bet the Cardinals because I think that price is outrageous. And I'm thinking about betting the Red Sox tomorrow night. Garrett Cole maybe the Cy Young Award winner. Robbie Ray is your betting favorite, however. Garrett Cole on the season. 3.23 ERA, and, and advanced stats that are actually a little better than that, a 2.92 FIP and a 2.93 XFIP in a season that obviously uh, was most notable for him after the uh, sticky substance ban where he had that awkward press conference. Nathan Eovaldi of the Red Sox, he also had him, had himself a nice season. His 3.75 ERA is actually better than his advanced stat. His fielding independent is 2.79. He had a war of 5.6 this year. Uh, wins above replacement. And then on uh, and then on Wednesday, Wayne Wright and his 3.05 ERA, which is not as good as his advanced stats, to be honest with you, against the great Max Scherzer, who has but one Achilles heel, the home run, the long ball. But, of course, a 2.46 ERA himself with the outrageous 34.1% K rate. Yeah, I mean, Eovaldi is really, over the last two seasons, kind of like we were talking about with Robbie Ray. I mean, he he... Found his control. This was a guy who was typically had a pretty high walk rate and down at 4.6% this year. Couple that with a 25.5% K rate. And really what is, what's also really good, even though the K rate isn't as high as some of these other guys astronomic, he still has a 12.5% swinging strike rate. So he's got stuff that guys are, are swinging and missing here. And then, of course, his, uh, his home run per nine, his lowest in the last five years of his career as well, sitting at 0.74. So Evaldi's had a... a Really, really nice year this year, and I, don't, you know, like you said, it's not a it's certainly not a walkover here for the Yankees by any stretch of the imagination. No, and it, and just there's nothing better than October postseason baseball during the week. Division series will start on Thursday once the wild card games are decided, and then football during the weekend. Absolute sports betting nirvana. Your futures in baseball are once again the Astros. Uh, just Astros at this point. ALN World Series. Mm-hmm. AL, what number did you get before the season? AL, I think, was at 12, and then the World Series, I think, is 23. Hey, did your Oakland A's under come home? Did it in the end? Did it? He doesn't even know. Did it? looks at me. I don't know. In the meantime, (laughs) the players are back on the field. Yes, players are back on the field. Raiders and Chargers have taken the field. John Gruden's pumping up the crowd. He's ready to go. Standings. Your your Oakland A's got got home under. You win. They lost out. They 86 and 76 got home. This guy. This man had a Pirates over and an A's under. This guy.
That's fun. Jeremy, well, do we have a winner video downstairs for people that don't know they had bets? <laughs> I was in a non. They'll be legal soon enough. I couldn't even check what what was going on on my phone. I ended up three and one on mine. Orioles, Rangers under. Uh, Blue Jays over ended up going. The only one was the Twins. Twins were the big nonsense. Oh, that's of the year. a good new win. Oh, look at this little look kid. This kid. This kid. Look at this kid. What is this like? River dance kind Sounds of. Like I don't. It's fantastic. Oh, wow. That was a quick Ben Franklin transition right yeah, there. It really was. Prime but I like winner. that one. That, one's, I like that one. That's good. That's specifically for betters who have no idea what their tickets are. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. Matt Brown. Well done. Uh, I do have, I'm very vested in the Giants. Not only did I happen to win the NL West, but I happen to win it all. And between that and a Juan Soto MVP ticket, let's just say a month from now, could be spectacular. Could be spectacular. Could be nothing. Could be spectacular. Players back on the field, as Kelly said. Uh, coaches back on the field. It appears that we are ready to go. A little over 15 minutes around. Look at that shot of Brent Musburger up there with uh, Peter King and the oh, yeah. Hawaiian outfits there. Old ABC footage there. So um, we have the run-up to football between the Chargers and the Raiders. We will get this going, as apparently everybody feels like uh, we're ready to go. And now they've actually moved it up five minutes. They've moved oh. it up five Uh-oh. minutes. So we're going to have football in 10 minutes, not in 15. There you go. Boy, the breaking news here. Just this, 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 this moving is, target of a kickoff. So let's not talk about, uh, I know you have futures on the Giants, but yes. who do you think actually wins? The San Francisco Giants. I have, I have long ago purged from my mind this notion that the Giants are not as built for the postseason as other teams. So the notion, and, and I acknowledge, the Brewers starting rotation, the Dodgers starting rotation, is better. both of those are better than that of the Giants. But postseason baseball has shifted as the years have gone on. It's not necessarily about your starting pitchers, though certainly that helps. I'm not saying it doesn't. But it's much more important to just have lots of really good pitchers up and down your staff. And that the Giants do have. By the way, here at the South Point, Chrissy Andrews just uh, released exact as exact outcomes of the World Series. The short shot, the Giants to beat the Rays at 12-1. to 1. And I think, I think if you remember when we first talked about it, yeah. I asked you, what's the Giants-Rays number? I think those are the two best teams in baseball. I think those are the front offices that have figured out stuff in a way that no other front offices have. They kind of get the secret code of baseball. Um, so I, I think it's a raised Giants World Series, if you, if you make me guess. But, of course, it is random, right? It could be anybody in the end. It's baseball. But that's who I would put my money on. You? Who do you think the best is? Probably the White Sox. Probably, ooh, the White Sox. The Dodgers. Oh, the White Sox. Sox. We'll get back. Football next on VEASAN's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's only $22 per month, people. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown. And Kelly Bidlin right here on MSG Plus tonight. This is VEASAN's primetime action. Glad you could join us. Uh, we normally would have football at this time. We're about five minutes away from the Chargers and the Raiders. Was a weather delay of all things at SoFi in Southern California. A lightning delay specifically. But we will have kickoff, it appears, five minutes from now. In the meantime, since we talked about the Giants and the Jets getting off the schneid yesterday. Giants beating the Saints in overtime. Jets beating the Titans in overtime. Let's take a look at some Jets and Giants futures. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. You could still bet on the Jets and the Giants. If you are bullish on the absolute uh, turnaround of these two teams, or maybe you just want to bet an adjusted season win total, whatever you want to do. Giants to win the NFC East, 14 to 1. Jets to win the AFC East, 50 to 1. Both teams' adjusted season win totals are currently at 4.5, with the Giants over being heavily juiced, and the Jets kind of even-ish. On both sides of the four and a half. The yes knows to make the playoffs. The yes on the Giants is plus 650. The Jets 20 to 1 to make the playoffs. And then you see the conference and the Super Bowls, which are lottery tickets. Does any of the season win total stuff interest you? Or maybe the yes on the Giants to make the playoffs? Searching. You, you, you ready for this? Look at the, this is like the stretch from hell for the Giants. Like they go in. <laughs> so it's Cowboys, Rams, Panthers, Chiefs. Raiders, Yeesh. Bucks. Yeesh. That's all in a row. Ouch. There's a bye week between the uh, between the Raiders and the Bucks, but still, it is six very losable games in a row. Like they will be underdogs six straight six straight games and substantial underdogs in you know multiple ones of those. I mean, they're seven point dogs to Dallas this weekend. It'll be something in that range, you know. For the for the for the Rams, uh, Chiefs will be some you know so like it, it they'll be they'll be touchdown dogs in in at least three of those six games, if not more. Yeah, I don't want to jump the gun because we're going to look at Week Five lines here after the break. But the line on guessing lines, I do a show with Chris Andrews here at the South Point every Monday morning, which is a tribute to the old Stardust show where I don't know the lines. I stay in a cocoon since yesterday. I guess what I think the lines are going to be for the upcoming week's lines. Chrissy then tells me what he's going to post, what he thinks it should be, and what he will ultimately post. And within that exercise, we try to extract some value. And usually the first impressions are my best impressions. Two weeks ago was the Chargers and the Cardinals. Cardinals at the Jaguars I thought was too low. Chargers getting six and a half against the Chiefs. Those both came home. Yesterday was the Ravens and the Lions. The Ravens came home. I would argue the Lions should have. Today, the Jets were one of the two I liked the best. The Jets are getting three and a half in London on Sunday against the Falcons. How are they getting three and a hook? Why the hook? Why do the Falcons deserve to lay a hook? Yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much of an argument on this game. However, we were just talking during the break about how nice it is to watch sports on the West Coast because of how late people are going to be up watching this Monday night football game. However, I will gladly sleep through this one. On oh, <laughs> I'm totally sleeping through it. That is correct. That the would be the other side. AM start Pacific time. Matt, yeah, I'm good. Matt Brown, are you waking up for the Jets and the Falcons? Uh, I, I'm up anyway, so I'll, I'll have it on. But yeah, I mean, it's it, I won't be seeking out because I will probably not have a wager on this game. I don't. These London games are so screwy. I don't. I don't like 
any of I don't like any of those. I don't like any of these any of these games. I don't typically, but there's no rhyme or reason for that line. None. Why? Why are the Falcons shouldn't be that against anybody? Yeah, Maybe the Texans. I, I guess I would still I would still have the Falcons favored, but I I agree that anything. I guessed Falcons minus one and a half. Okay, yeah, like I, anything three or more does feel a a little much. I would say that. I think the total is interesting. Um, because from an travel? over from an over perspective, well, so again, what we were talking about with the Jets applies this week as well. So last week we were saying, hey, this Jets Jets team might have some offensive success because the Titans get no pass rush and have nobody they can get after the passer. It's the same 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 thing, different verse this week with the Falcons. Falcons get absolutely no pressure on the quarterback either. So you would think that the Jets could do something offensively, and the Falcons should, you know. Everyone's been scoring on the Jets, so I mean they they should also as well too be able to to score on the Jets. I think at forty five and a half might be a little shy. That might be something I'd I'd, I'd take a look at. Yeah, we we said the Minnesota Twins were clearly the most disappointing team in baseball in terms of a betting perspective this past season. Some might say the San Diego Padres, given the expectations, but in terms of of being below their season win total, it was actually the Twins that were the worst. Football, we've only played, and tonight will be the final of the fourth games. Mm-hmm. Who's the single most disappointing team to this point? Here, by the way, are are the first-time touchdown scores and the anytime to score props for tonight's game, which is they're about to kick off. About Daniel Carlson off. about to kick off at five fifty Pacific, eight fifty Eastern. You see that Eckler is the short shot. We didn't we didn't pick. Want to do that real quick? Time. I'll go. I'll go Waller. Let's go real quick. Waller. Oh, I'm going to play the odds because I can see that the uh, that the Chargers are going to be receiving the kicks. So, yes, me uh, too. So I will. <laughs> yes, I, I will. I will not do that, and I'll take. Well done. I'll take Herbert on a quarterback sneak, eighteen to one. I'm going to take Keenan Allen, eight to one. There it is. We just uh, we torpedoed you, Kelly on, Kelly, on that. Sorry about that. The school is still going to happen. But, but who's the most disappointed team through four weeks? Probably the Vikings. One of three Vikings. Probably the Vikings because I mean I understand they're a couple of plays away from not being one and three, but they the fact are. of the matter is is those plays happened and so they are still one yeah. and three. And I think that the defense being as bad as it is also is um is is, is pretty disappointing for that team. So I, I probably probably the Vikings. For I'm, me. I'm gonna say it might be, by the way, Justin Herbert first play throws, little five yard pass. Um I'm going to say it's actually the Falcons. I know people right now, they're already, they've already seen the Falcons for four weeks. Yeah. They're like, how could you say they're disappointing? They were actually, I actually expected something from them this year. Yeah, and I, I was just, I was kind of surprised by Matt's answer, but just pulling up standings and everything like standings, that. Standings, yes, it's it, the Vikings. It's a, it's a tough, it is, I, I don't know, it's a tough answer, actually. I think the surprise team's way easier to answer than the most disappointed. Falcons probably would be up, are definitely up there for me, if not the answer. Eckler, so good. Seven-yard carry, first down. Because the other – here's the thing. is like these other teams that have performed poorly, I was so down on. Like, I mean, right. the Steelers, right. I was so yeah, down on them. The Colts, I was so down on them. Like, so it's it's like – You have been very accurate, as you they're, said. The teams that I was so down on, like, it, it, I was already so down on, so I don't really – You know who also is disappointed? The Dolphins. The Dolphins are fairly disappointing as yeah. well. Yeah, that's a good call. And and I and honestly, I understand that it wasn't like we were expecting. It's not like we were expecting them to to be world beaters or anything. But like, I even minimally throw the Jaguars in there because like I didn't expect them to be doormats either. You know, like, yeah. I, like we did talk about that preseason. Like but- I thought they would at least be super competitive, like that team that you didn't want. Like you knew you might. You were probably going to beat them, but you didn't really want to see them on the schedule. But so far, nobody's running from the Jags. How about, I mean, how about the Patriots? In the standings at one and three, I would say they're somewhat disappointing. But after last night's game, even in a loss, do you feel better about them? Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I mean, they were not supposed to win that game and certainly not supposed to win that game. Certainly not supposed to keep that game as close as it was. And, and, and they did. And like you said, I mean, it came down to a doink. Yeah. A doink, yeah, which I believe is the official term for that. So what I what I'm getting from this is there's quite a few disappointing, quite a few disappointing teams. I mean, someone said the NFL. Eagles because I know there were some yeah. people who thought that this some Eagles team, did. you know, was going to take a pretty big step forward. Remember, there was a period this summer where the Giants were the very in vogue yeah. team among some people that we know. We're like, oh, the Giants, they're going to be great. Not so much. No, still time. 
Just a quarter of the season. I think you're right, though, Caleb. The surprising teams are far easier to pick out than, yeah. the, than the disappointing teams. So surprising would be Panthers, Raiders, Cowboys, because I didn't Cowboys, think the defense was going to be able to keep other teams from scoring on them. Cardinals. Yeah. So let's talk about the Cowboys for a second. Where, where were they in your power rankings now? They're in the top. They're in the top ten. I can like take a look right here. I have it. Chrissy Andrews this morning, who does the who runs the book here behind us at the South Point. Had the Cowboys number three in his power ratings. Surprise. They would be in my top Ooh. five. He had Buffalo, mm. and I can't remember who. Uh, oh, Justin Herbert to a wide open but, Mike. Uh, no, that's not even Mike Williams. But truth right serum. Over. I mean, truth serum. He's picking the Chiefs over them. He's picking the Bills over them. Yeah. He's picking the Rams over them. He's pick like. So it's like. You know, the top of they're the not NFC really is, number three because like you're 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 never picking them to be the top the, to of the NFC has gotten interesting though. Like I think they are, I think they're a half step back of teams like the Bucks and the Rams, who I would have at the top. I the Cowboys have moved way up there for yeah, me for sure. Four weeks. Jared Cook wide open on that previous play. Now a little end around that does not work for the Chargers, so it's going to be second and long. But they're at the uh, the Raiders' 38-yard line just three minutes into this ball the old, game. The old unnecessary trickery. Yes. When, everything, when something's just going too well, you yeah. have to throw in the... Let's get a... Uh, yeah. let's, let's flip it back to a wide-out going the <laughs> other way. Yeah. Uh, passing too efficiently and too easily. Justin, that pass to Jerry Cook was far too easy. Let's try something. They used to drive me crazy about the Norv Turner Washington football team. When, oh, Stephen Davis is gaining seven yards of play? Why don't we throw... Uh, here's Austin Eckler with all kinds oh. of room, and he is oh, just one tackle away from going to the house. We're coming back. Beeson's Primetime Action. We'll look at all the Week 5. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.